This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. If you want respect, you gotta earn it. Damn right! We celebrating 25 years of Harlem World. Make some noise for that. Uh, we got some legendary people in the building that are going to join the conversation just a little bit later. B, how you feeling, man? I'm feeling lovely, man. You know, when you come to Harlem, it's a little, it's a little sparkly up here, you know? <laughs> like this backdrop, <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. This lovely backdrop. You know what I'm saying? It's sure it's going to look amazing that, in the pictures. I love that uptown energy, you know what I'm saying? For sure. Well, we're yeah. going to get into some uptown energy, man. Y'all ready to get to this hard to earn? Let's make some noise one time. Yeah. All right, B, let's set it off, man. All right. We got first song. Uh, what's the first song in the album? Well, first off, okay, hold up. So this is... It's 1997. Um, what was going on? What was going on in your life? Mace um, is one of the, t- the top, top spitters. Young guy. For sure. Debut album. For sure. Pretty boy uh, under Diddy. Right. Unfortunately, Biggie had just passed. Yeah. So he's taking the bad boy flag on. I think it was a lot of... It was just a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, pressure. You coming from the mixtape era. He made a lot of noise in that space, obviously. Um, being with Bad Boy, which was the biggest thing in the game to be a part of at that time, right. and on the heels of Big's death. You know, this album came out later on in that year. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Big passing in March, March yeah. and we get this debut album from Mace in October. So that's a whole lot of pressure. Let's see if he delivered. Especially on for your joint. first album, right? For sure, for sure. I mean, you know, following Big's footsteps is already crazy, but for your first album, that's crazy. So, absolutely. First record. Uh, well, the first, I, I do want to talk about Puff's intro because it's just, okay, it's just it. hilarious that let's it's do, very Puff it. Daddy-like that the first thing you hear on Mace's album is Puff's voice. I just wanted to, I just wanted to point that out. It's very, very Diddy. What else would you expect? Very, very Diddy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But as we get into um, the first joint, do you want to get money? So this is not our first time hearing Mace. Like I said, he's made his rounds on the mixtapes and he's made his round on features and, and Puff's album. So we know what the conversation is going to be about. It's about money, it's about fly shit, it's about young, good energy and Harlem shit. So I think Do You Want to Get Money is a great way to start the album because it feels very familiar. It's like what we've already known and heard from Mace. So I think he starts off on a real good tone. I mean, you know, everybody, most of the time when rappers have their first album, right, the first thing you want to do is you, you want to address the haters, right? Folks, right. Folks who didn't believe in you. If you had your first album... Right? God did. Oh. God did. You have, your, you, have, you have your first album. Of, of course you want to give thanks and appreciate the people that wrote with you, right? But, like, you know, you know us. You know, when you ain't come from nothing, you petty at. When you get it, you kind of petty. So, you know, it's like not only do I have a rap deal, not only am I, do I have a first album, but I'm rocking with the number one team. There's no For bigger sure. rap label in 1997. No, it's the Bulls. They're the Bulls. Excellent. This is why you're my partner, man. Appreciate you know? it. Appreciate Excellent. it. <laughs> so the content is about getting money. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's like with all this money that we can make, why we hate, right? And I think that I want to start in that space because that's a reoccurring theme through the album. You right, know, like, right. this song is more money, more problems, jealousy, you know, uh, breeze envy and things of that nature. And I think that Mace is getting a healthy dose of that hate coming off of the success that he's had moving into his solo project. Yeah, I mean, Big Bad Boy is number one. So, of course, when you're number one, you're going to get nothing but the hate. You got to also remember... Mace was the one who coined the phrase PhD. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's in my notes. I read yeah, my shit. I got you, but I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. So, what do you think, song wise? What do you think? Song wise, I think it's a dope way to start the album. Um, I like the energy on it. And um, we love a Kelly Price feature. 
You know how we. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you if you new to this hard to earn thing, a few of the albums that we review, my brother's here. What up, King? Um, that have had Kelly Price features. We uh we always marvel over those. We always kind of. I mean, you. There's no bad Kelly Price feature. Nah. There's no such thing. Yeah, yeah, nah. She sounds she sounds she amazing. Looks, and she sounds amazing on this record. Um, the third verse for me, it brings it all together. You know, he kind of like culminates what the story is about and what we're going to get into on the album. It's going to be some money talk. It's going to be some hater talk. It's going to be some talk about these ladies. So let's get into it. I gave Do You Want to Get Money at 8 to start. I gave. You gave? I gave it. I gave it, huh? And, and, an 8. Oh, okay. I'm scared now. You know when we start agreeing, it gets nervous, you know? Yeah, because that means I'm fucking up. We, again, for those who are not familiar with the Hard to Earn podcast, we go at it. So when we start agreeing too early, I, I get nervous because a storm's coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, take what's yours. Second joint on the project. This might be my... This might, so, be, my, this might be my favorite beat on the album. Really? Yeah, if not, it's definitely second. If not okay. first. I love this beat. I think it's Nasheen. I think Nasheen produced this. Um, and if anybody who's not familiar with Nasheem, I mean, you know, everything from uh, Hitman, 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 like, Hitman, you know, Heavy. What, what's, what's beef? You know what I'm saying? T -I -Y. T there we go. I mean, anyway, too, too oh, many. Oh, there's some hip hop in here. some yeah, hip hop people in here. Yeah, yeah. Her job. Anyway, love Nasheem. Love not, always love Nasheem's production. And this beat is crazy. For sure. Um, Mace, of course, kills it, right? Now, here's the thing about it, right? Whether you love, like, you know what I'm saying, you're indifferent to a Mace record, one thing you're going to get is bars. For sure, for sure. Okay. And, and thank you for saying that. Absolutely. You're going to get that. That's the purest, right? You know, especially in this, the shiny suit era, as we like to call it, um, or the bad boy era. It was very shiny. It was wanna, very glitzy. I want to talk about this. And it was, it was definitely a move from the underground, the Tims, the hoodies, the chew sticks, and shit like that. And a lot of people didn't receive it well. A lot of people were not fond of it. They thought it was fucking the game up or what have you. I was people. But I, I was, feel I was, like... I was people. You was people? I was people. I mean, I might have been people, but I also understood why we needed that shit too, right? I understood the balance that was necessary and how to grow the shit. And I also just like fucking good records. Hold up, but did you understand it then or did you come to understand it? I understood it. I always understood. I understood why a quote-unquote chick record was made. I understood why a certain sample was used. I won't say it was my favorite all the time, but I understood okay. the business okay. early. Okay, all right. I got it. You know what I'm saying? I understood the sampling part of it, but yes, the whole, I mean, when you sell the nickel bags at, you know, certain, <laughs> certain age, like, you don't, you're not going to understand a guy talking all the champagne stuff. And for sure, for sure. I'm, I, I was talking short money, you know what I'm saying? I love that DMX is on there. Rest in peace to the dog. Y'all make some noise for the dog. Love this hook. Um, I love that DMX is on the album twice, actually. I, I love... This is prompt. This is the beginning of DMX. This, oh my God. Like DMX is also one of the hottest dudes, right? And this, right. Is, this is why DMX was popular because you had Mace over here representing the shiny stuff, pretty boy, blah, blah. And then you had DMX represented the antithesis of all of this. Mm -hmm. This is why Get At Me Dog was, was it because while those guys were flossing at the rollies, he's over there looking at the guys that robbed the guys who were right, flossing exactly. at the rollies, right? Um, yeah, man. And this is also Mace reminding you that he's murder. You know what I'm saying? Like what you get on this album is I think is a great, um, a great balance of the shit that Bad Boy needed to sell some records and the shit that Mace came from that he didn't want to abandon. You know what I'm saying? I think that was a great, um, a great balance But I want project. you to give some context too, right? Because you're throwing these, these phrases out there. We're a little older than some folks in here. You said murder. Murder right. Mace. Murder, murder Mace, Mace is different from Feel So Good. Very much. So can you explain to the people who Murder Mace is? I mean, he, he said I was murder. P. Diddy made me pretty. I did it for the money. Now can you get with me? You know what I'm saying? I, I understand the line. I'm talking he about said, He said, uh, shit. I was murdered for six years, seeing no cream from it. 
dropped murder off Mace woke up at Teen Summit. You know what I mean? Like, he letting you know, all that street shit is dope, but let's get to this bread. And if you don't know, Murder Mace, uh, Rest in Power, Bloodshed, Cameron, Children of the Corn, yeah. street, underground, rap shit. But That's when we first got introduced to Mace. You know, the folks who tapped into the, the, the singles, you know, they, 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 got, they got with Mace at the beginning of his studio career. But, like, Mace got introduced to us through the mixtape era. Um, he was a, he's always been a lyrical guy, but, like, he was doing that hardcore cam stuff way before, the, you know, the bad boy stuff. So, you know, for sure, he got for back sure. to that is what my partner's trying to say. You take dough from Mace, might as well send it back. I got thugs everywhere. Where you going to spend it at? Like, this is a bar. Big, big, big. This is a bar. Like, oh, you took something from me? Well, where will you spend it? Because I got street people everywhere. The shit I spit at y'all come at one size fit all. I always thought that was just, like, yeah. real witty. You know what I'm saying? Also, I love, like, this is the this is the, the song that Kanye got the, when Kanye got the Rockefeller chain, he was mm-hmm. on stage, mm-hmm. and I'm a gay, mad, more cream. Yeah. He took that line right. from this song. For sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so it's part of the vernacular, it's part of the conversation, it's part of this hard-to-earn conversation. What did you give it, B? I told you I love this song. Oh, shit. I love this. If not my favorite beat on the album, it's my second favorite beat. And you might know what my favorite beat is if it's not this one. But this is a nine, man. It's a nine for it's you. It's a nine. Love okay. This. Perfect okay. hook. Solid. Dog Solid. Song is amazing. Lyrics. Beat is crazy. You got Nasheem. I mean, it's, it's, it's like an all-star run. For sure, for yeah. sure. Um, and just, you know, just for the fact that Obviously, one of the things that we do here at Hard to Earn as well is how did the record age? Like, even if we loved it in 97, how do we feel about it in 2022? This record still sounds amazing. And unfortunately, DMX is gone now. So anytime I hear DMX in rare form, it just makes me in feel rare great. form. Yeah, you know I mean, it makes me in feel great. Form. I gave it a nine as well. That's, I gave it a nine oh, as no, well. Let's go. Part. We got two. Woo! Yeah, it's I gotta get start. Ugly later. I gotta start drinking. It's gonna get ugly later. One of, one of us is fucking up. As we proceed, will they die for you? As we proceed, um, a crazy joint featuring Puff and Lil Kim. Ooh. Um, another thing I noticed about this album as we went back to it, Mace had a lot of features on his debut. A decent amount. It didn't feel yeah. like too many. So yeah, he had a lot though. Like you figure, obviously he um he had made a name for himself, but. You got DMX on a couple joints. You got Diddy. You got Kim. You got um. C's. You got C's on Hove. the joint. You got Hov on here. You got Hov. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. On a joint, and we'll and, definitely. We, we're, not, we're not even getting to the, the, yeah, the gonna, singers, right? We're definitely going to deep dive that whole feature, though. Um, yes, talk to me are. about how you feel about this joint. Um, I mean, it's, it's interesting, right? Because around this time, this song is very much about like loyalty, right? Of course, street loyalty. And, um, you know, around this time, this is like money, power, respect time. Like, you know, earning your keep, having your crew, that loyalty was very big now. Right. Like, crews, you know, we, we were, hip-hop was still rather young. Crews weren't beefing like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was a lot of solidarity in that regard. Um, so, you know, it's like we getting money now. We got to watch out for the haters and watch out for the envious folks. So, like, but the people in your circle, are they really with you? You right. know what I mean? So right. I thought that as a, as a new artist, seeing new money coming up in the game, this is a, it's a good topic, you know, because he has to watch who's around him. For sure. So the thing that always struck me odd about this record is that it uses the same sample as Get At Me, Dog, right? The uh, mm. BT Express sample. Mm. And they're used in different ways, both dope records. 
Obviously, Get At Me Dog is what it is, and there's nothing that can really fuck with it. But I always like this joint. I think that Kim stole a show on this record. Kim definitely stole the show, but before we get to Kim, right, one of the reasons why I think she stole the show is like, it's interesting listening to Mace because you talk about Murdered Mace was back. He's talking a lot of like, not just gun talk, street talk, right? Which right now, you know, back then I didn't really believe as much, but like, he's also talking a lot of like, get back revenge stuff, which right. is interesting coming seven months after Biggie gets killed. The fact that Puff let this rock was really surprising. Mm. Cause you know, he, that, was, that, was, that was crazy, that was heavy. Right. He was right. very much a part of that. Right. You know what I mean? Puff was on those downfall records and the ad-libs and all of that. So it was very interesting that like he allowed Mace to become so aggressive streetwise, especially on with the specifically with revenge stuff, you know what I mean, after this. You know what's crazy about this joint and probably why another reason why I feel Kim stole the show is that this is also the mixtape era. And sometimes the verses that we heard on the album were joints that we already heard on mixtapes. And this is one of those verses. I don't Absolutely. know if it was a clue tape or you had, know, had to be. Probably had to be. Had to he be. was running 97? shit. Had to be. Um, Mace went off, but because I heard the verse already, it was a little more underwhelming on the album. I actually forgot about that. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Then especially the way Kim came and you motherfucking right. I'm a roll my motherfucking dog. You know what I'm saying? Like her tone, her delivery, her cadence, just, you know, let's make some noise for Kim one time. We love Kim. <laughs> we love Kim. Um, how we feel about this record, though, B? Where did it land for you? I mean, it's... A, it's it's about an eight, you know what I'm saying? Again, he got the show stolen by Kim. Um, the lyrics, you know, he's always lyrical, but again, like him being so aggressive and like, you know, just not really what I want from Ace. Um, you know, there are records like, you know, Niggas Done Started Something, which I love. Oh my you know God. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Incredible like, record. It's those, it's those type of records. I love aggressive Mace, but like the blatant, like, you know, what I'm going to do to you stuff, like, eh, like, you know, I never really believed that stuff even back cool. then. So, got it. It's an eight for me. Eight for you. I gave it an eight and a half. Finally, we disagree. Good, good. Yeah, good. yeah, All right. yeah. But not, but I feel but safe not. now. So Neptune produced joint, like, like B said, third single. Pharrell's on the hook. Folks did not know who the unknown guy named Pharrell Williams was at the time. Hook is hard. Of course, Puff is on it, talking that shit. Um, this is peak Mace right here. Yeah. This make Mace's body in this shit. If I'm not mistaken, I think this is obviously the Neptunes became more household names when they started working with Nori, but I think this might have been their first, like, real look with a big artist and a single and all of that. Well, they're big... I mean, I, like, what they're credited. I'm not okay. talking about, like, the Teddy Rum Riley shit. Like, shit Rum and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're I'm, not Rum about, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> Pretty man. big I'm talking song. about, like, you know, because I think Pharrell said he wasn't allowed to be in the video or something like that. I don't know how to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Something, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby. That was a big like thing. Pharrell um, had to get his weight up. <laughs> Again, this is... Again, Peak Mace, he is just, his pen is like silk on this, man. Mm -hmm. Like he sounds like, great. He sounds amazing. It's the creamy flow, like he's bounced on it. Um, you know, it's the Neptune sound before we even know what the Neptune sound is. For sure, for sure. Right? Like, why do we like this? We don't know. You'll find out in about five years. Keep listening, right? One thing I have in my notes is that it's simple, but it's effective. That's the like, best, it the gets best the job up. done. It gets the job done. The best songs It's up. not overproduced. It's not doing too much. Mace sounds great. He, he sinks right into the music. Right. And um, yeah, it's simple, it's simple but effective, man. Versus yeah. is hard. Um, the chorus is still, I don't know how it holds up as strongly 25 years later. Why are you over here looking at me while my girl standing here? But I still sing it. You know what I mean? Obviously, the room still loves no, I it. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. Pearl, I feel that. Stop, what'd you, what'd you, what'd you stop give me? Stop doing it, that. Stop doing that. Um, nine. A nine? Nine. Oh, this guy is genius. Big tune. This is Bonsu Degeneres tonight. This guy is giving out. Big tune. Giving out numbers. I gave it a nine as well. 
Look at that. <laughs> Torrey DeGeneres. Look at that. Yeah, but we don't normally do this like this. I know. We offer one song, but it's cool. But I, I, tell mean, you, I tell you, it's not getting a nine. Shit, the next song. <laughs> Go ahead. As we get into it, um, Love You So, Billy Lawrence. Let's let that rock, actually, for a little bit, Ty. Love You So? Yeah, let's let it rock just so that people can feel it. This shit is hard. Wait Don't get gassed by the sample. Wait a minute. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? First off, this came out. This came out in October of '97. Right. You know what came out before this? What? Firm Biz. Mm. Mm. The first single to the Firm album has this sample. Interesting. So I mean, we, we're gonna we're gonna get to this. We have a special guest in the house tonight. We'll ask about this. But I'm wondering, did they in, intend for this to be a single? And then, you know, Foxy Nazi Nazi came out with their single and. Well, here's what I'm going to say about it. When it drops, it feels good because why? We love Square Biz. We love, you know, Rest Up, Tina Marie. We love that song. Um, we love Oh Boy by Rolls Royce, where the, where the hook comes from. Um, but this record is so glittery. So what? Glittery. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's bad boy. It's very, bad boy 97. It's very, it's called the shiny literally, suit literally had, it's very bad boy 97. It's called, yeah, it's called the shiny suit era. Um, but it was, it was, it was too much for me. It was too much saccharine. Too much. It was. Too, it was just over for me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like just super, super cleaned up. Super, super shiny. It was. Um. I mean, May sounds good on it. It's a solid song, but I think that the balance that they found in making those more commercial or more appealing, mass appealing records, right. this one was just like extra. Like they put extra. You know what I mean? Extra pretty on it. I, what you think? I. Th I, th I think you are. I think it. I think the fact thing firm biz affects you, man. I think you hear firm biz when you hear this, man. I don't. I don't. I don't even correlate the two, honestly. Really? Nope. Really? When you hear I this? don't. Wow. I yeah. feel like firm owned this. They owned this sample, so it was interesting. No. 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 no? I feel like Tina Marie owns it, but that's another story. <laughs> I, I, I think Rick James owns it, actually. But right, you know, right. Uh, I'm talking about owns it as in she owned I, I the record. You. I got you. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't really want to spend too much time on it. it features Billy Lawrence. Um, I remember she had a joint with Rampage that I really liked uh, back in the days as well. But, but yeah, this one is like we love Square Biz. But Mace is killing this shit though, man. He did. He, I mean, it's it's wild barred up, man. Like it's, it's what I expect from Mace though. Yes, but it's not. It's not like Mace kills every single song. But like they, like they're, his highlights and like you talking about. If you take certain verses that are exceptional. It's absolutely one of them. Like he, that's that's I think second or third verse. Like he takes no bars off the whole line. Like. Interesting. It's, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling okay. You, man. Okay. I mean, I think he spit it down, but like I said, I just think that it was for Chill me. Chill with fellas that came up in it with. Right. Buy them all minks before December hit. Right. Play it like Mace, revoke your membership. membership. Cause this a baller. Cause this is a baller club that without the benefits. Like right. that's. Those are balls. That's only like four bars. I mean, Mace be going. That's four bars. Yeah, yeah. Three Mace, verses on this. Mace, Mace like, be going. This is three verse rap. This is the three verse rap. There's a lot era. of three verse raps on this. Album. And I'm not mad at it. I'm mad at it, man. Um, I gave this joint a seven and a half, though. Wow. I gave this an eight and a half. You gave it a seven and a half? Eight and a half. Oh, you gave it eight yeah, and a half? Eight and a half. Wow. Eight and a half. Interesting. Interesting. What y'all think? What y'all think about yeah, this? Yeah, what y'all think? This is our biggest. This is our. Y'all fuck with me? Y'all fuck with me? Eight and a half? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Make some noise for eight and a half. Make some noise for a seven, seven and a half. All right. Okay. The rest of y'all drinking. The rest of y'all got whiskey in y'all. Okay, got it. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right, let's get to the next joint. Niggas want to act featuring Buster Rhymes. Let's play this. Let's play this one, Ty. Yeah, let's let this yeah, one ride yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On one of our future episodes, we talk about, in this era, right, there were a lot of, like, now it's the year uh, or it's the time of 
collaborations. Everybody's collabing, everybody's doing records together. But then I think that the collaborations were way more strategic. And a lot of times artists were trying to tap into certain markets, tap into certain fan bases. Right. And I always felt like, um, although I understood it, it didn't always sonically sound good to my ears because I'm such a New Yorker. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I had yet to travel. Right, like, right. I didn't get none of that UGK shit until I went to Texas. I didn't get none of that short shit until I went to the Bay. I didn't understand. Really? I didn't get none Man. of I, I mean, I knew why they liked it, but that shit was not for never, my yeah, that shit was not for my palate until I went out there and saw it. You know what I'm saying? Like when you go to New Orleans, you get a dip. You you understand that shit. Like they understand, like we, these collabs all happen. They all I, I agree with you. They weren't all sonically pleasing, but they were necessary for the growth of hip hop. Oh, for sure. And they were some fire joints, right? I mean, the world is filled, right? Too short, Biggie, right? That's another joint. You got again UGK, Big Pimpin' was much later, but like they're still doing joints. I mean. There was, there was so many records that... Notorious Thugs, a week ago. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. There's tons about, of them. Forget tons of a, them. A, week ago, a week ago, exactly. You know, so um, this record is not one of those records that I love, though. Oh, do tell. <laughs> this is not one of those records that I love. Um, I, I love the sentiment, right? I don't, you know, you, sh you should respect women and not hoes. I, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. You know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? But I, I think, like, there's a lot. It's, it's super misogyny, so, like, it doesn't age well, mm -hmm. right? Um, it, so it sounds like Mace is in somebody else's crib. Mm. When they're supposed to be in his crib. Right. That's the problem with it. I feel like. If you're, if you're going to have a guest on your album, they have to meet you instead of you meeting them. It sounds like he traveled to go meet them instead of vice versa. You know what I'm saying? So it sounds very much like a Swat House record. But I think that's the point. The point no, no, is no, no, to, no, 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 no. That's not the point. The point is for you to bring their audience to you, not for you to go towards their audience. I think the point is to have something that resonates in a different market. You know, if you bring them to you, then you make a New York record and then they sound maybe out of place. But if the aim is to get players out there and perform and go out there and do shows and you, you touch that stage and you hit them with play away and they write in their home and they feel it, I think that's the goal. I think the goal is to make that move out there. You know what I'm saying? Up north, you already who you are. It's to make that move out there. It's to be able to travel, especially do shows and shit like that. So I think sonically they made the right choice. I just... For me, I'm like again. I'm a Brooklyn, New Yorker. I, I don't think if we if we go to Memphis, man, we go to we go to Memphis, we go to Alabama, we go to Atlanta. I don't think anybody's if you mention their favorite Mace record, anybody's bringing this record up. Yeah. So, with that said, then B, how do you rate this song? <laughs> Not the whistle. Yeah, that's what you hear before the bomb drops. Not the whistle. <laughs> I gave it a seven. You gave it a seven? Yeah. I think it's seven and a half. Okay, yeah. there we go. All right, then. Thank so, you, know, you know, it, was, it wasn't, it's not a great song. We both agree it's not a great song. But I get it. Next song. My bad. Now we can get to, uh, what was I going to? Niggas want to act. There we go. Let's let that rock. Yeah. Is Mace and Busta Rhymes an odd pairing to y'all? No. No? It Why makes not? all Why the not? sense in the world. Why not? Why not? It's not conventional. So, so yeah. You, so are you, are you saying this is an odd pairing? I'm asking. Well, everything good is not what? 
can't, I can't hear you. Wait, you Everything think is good is not always conventional, is what you said. Yeah, yeah, most, yeah, most good things are not conventional. But what, you think this is an odd pairing, Toll? No, I'm asking. I'm, I'm asking you. Do, you. do I think it's an odd pairing? Uh, I think it's unconventional. <laughs> okay, only so because... So you think it's an odd pairing, okay. Only because of the way it's structured, right? Like Mace leads the hook, I but you hear, you hear Buster... Why undertone, and then, as, and then as the hook gets to the second half, it rises up, but then it's like never any ad-libs and no shit talking or a verse from Buster. I don't understand why they use Buster the way they used him. I, or, or first of all, I don't think it's an odd pairing because everybody knows Buster has a strong connection to Bad Boy, right? For sure, Puff for is sure. the reason why, for sure. throw your hands where your eyes can see, was like, that's the reason why, I mean, Puff is the reason for that there's, record, right? There's victory, there's... Patrick Cavassier. Flavor in your ear remix was yeah, the beginning. Yeah, of course. There's right? tons of records. Exactly. So, so this is not an odd pairing, but I don't understand. Like, you don't put Buster on your hook to have him under Mace. You give him the hook. Because really, like, the hook, the, the, the reason why this hook works is because of Buster. Especially when he's screaming out, you get wild, we get wild. Like, let him go crazy. If you want somebody to growl on your record, you get Buster Rhymes. Yeah, you know for sure. Um, I got, he's spitting more talk about hate. Um, He's getting more talk about the hate he's getting since finding success. Um, this is the era of popping the session ended up on the song. Yeah, so those were not my notes on it. But again, right, like this is a, a common thread in the album now. Like there's a lot of hate coming Mace's way. Absolutely. He's young, he's pretty, he's getting money. Yeah. Um, there's skits on here about don't call my girl. So I said, stop giving my girl your number. He said, who's your girl? He said, don't worry about all that. Well, how am I gonna not give her the number again? Uh, but I digress, man. How you feel about this song as a whole though? I, I think it's a hard joint, man. I think it's, it's a, it sounds very much like this album, right? It's not one mm -hmm. of the best albums, best records, um, but, by, but it's still a very strong joint. Um, Dame Breeze produced it. Mm. Um, you know, classic stuff, you know, DMX on and on and on. Um, so I think it's, it's a good pairing. I, this is, is, it, is, is it Mace's best work? Absolutely not. But I was wondering, like, why did he take a shot at Dame? Dame that Dash, caught a, Dame Dash right. caught a bullet. So here's what my assumption is. That's, I think that's a Harlem thing. Oh, well, first off, because we all know, like, they, I mean, we, we, first of all, we have an, 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 our new episode is uh, the 20th, 25th anniversary of Volume 1, right? Jay-Z, right? Great episode. Make sure y'all check that one. Amazing drops. episode. Uh, that's our next episode. But while we, were, while we were reviewing that album, we realized that Jay was also taking a lot of shots at Mace. Mm -hmm. Right, the whole you know your singles ninety nine cents for bucks. I can match you know album match up triple uh, triple platinum artist buckle buck by only my single going gold. Like those are shots worth throwing at Mace, right? So, but Jay's on this album, so it's right. interesting that not only is Jay on this album, but he says I actually he says in his own his own voice I I rock with Jay, but I don't fuck with Dane. Right, and I'm just wondering. I guess we'll get some clarity from our guests, but. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, what I, what I assumed, again, was that that was more of a Harlem thing and not a Dame Dash that we know from Rockefeller, but Dame that came up with all of them. Obviously, Cam and Dame known each other for years, and I just think that might just be some Harlem shit. But okay. let's, let's, let's bring stop, our guest. Stop, stop. You got to stop. You gotta, I know. I know you do. I know you do. Stop, let's, stop. let's bring our guest up, though, B. D-Dot is here, y'all. So not, not only is D-Dot a legendary producer, not only... Is he the executive producer of this album? He also is the mad rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We we'll get to that. We we'll get to that. Um, first of all, first of all, I'd like to shout everybody that came to support. For sure, the for, sure. To earn. for sure. For sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For sure. Harlem World. 
My man B, my man T, and your man D is here. Let's do it. BDT, let's go. D-Dot, take me back to 97. Um, we touched on this earlier in the conversation, but unfortunately, Big is no longer here. Um, the flagship artists of Bad Boy, there are other artists on the roster, but Big is big. Big is one of the biggest things in the game. It's a huge void left. And now you got Mace, who was already there and primed to go, but now the full entire spotlight is on him and you're tasked with the responsibility or maybe you take the responsibility of making this album. Talk to me about that. Yeah, how did you become executive producer? So by 97, I had earned my stripes by doing things, I made Puff some money, and he just saw something in me and said, you know, hey, particularly after I made some music, he said, I want you to come on board Bad Boy 96, and one of the artists, when I came, that he signed while I was there was Mace. Mace and I didn't click the first time I met him. I'm Brooklyn. He's Harlem. Yeah. <laughs> Chill. That was a real thing. Chill. Real it was a real rivalry. Up here. We sue with Brooklyn up here. When I met Mace, when I heard him first, I was familiar with the Children of the Corn. But when I met him, he was in full-fledged Mace form. It was very shiny, ladies and gentlemen. Now, it, it wasn't shiny. A lot of Vaseline. It wasn't shiny. It was Muhammad Ali style. Mm. It oh. was. It was. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody was like, hey, hey, hey I'm here to make all of y'all. Everybody okay. You just follow me. I'm the new. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wait, this is, wait, hold on, hold on. This is 96? This is, yeah, this is early. This is, you know. So, so he's like this wild biggest signed to Bad Boy as well. I, absolutely. Oh, yes. okay. This is interesting now. This okay. is why he's signed. This is why he's signed because there's a glimmer of light coming off him when he walks in the room. Uh-huh. But I'm Brooklyn style, so I'm, you know, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of mellow fellow. Like, let's, while we in this walls here in the studio, let's take all that costume shit off and let's, you know, right. let's get to work. Yeah. So, it didn't click right away. It was, it was a couple of, you know. A couple rounds. I went a couple rounds. Yeah, yeah. and then I realized because I, I did so well with Big and, and Puff, it was like, okay, I know what I got to do. He don't realize that I was him in the 90s. So by the time I was with them, I was treating them like, y'all niggas don't even Big. Y'all don't even know how good y'all got it, even though it ain't good. It was, <laughs> it was better than mine. I hope, I hope y'all caught that. I hope y'all yeah. got that. I hope that ain't yeah. go over your head. Yeah. <laughs> but it ain't mine. It ain't my time. So I'm going to show y'all how to really, really grind. You know what I'm saying? So when, 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 when me and Mace had that one-on-one -on -one in the room, when I realized that's what I needed to do, the whole shit changed, and he became the valedictorian. Mm. 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 What, was, was the, what was the temperature like for the Maze Project. Obviously, it was heavily and highly anticipated. He already had success on records, and they need y'all needed something to pop, right? They needed to see what Bad Boy was going to do once Big was gone. So it was a... We did. We had the transition. The transition was Puff's album. Mm -hmm. Okay, we need to keep... No Way that. Out. No Way Out. That was the transition album, which was a great album, by the way. Um, but that was the transition to secure Maze. The stuff we did with Big and 112 and all that... What's poppin' guys? It's JG here from Blowin' Smoke. If you're a fan of fun, insightful, and breakthrough conversations, then be sure to check out and subscribe to the Blowin' Smoke podcast, a show that covers life experiences and firsthand testimonies from some of the biggest names in your favorite industries. And all that brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, 
powered by creators. It's cool, but it still was no guarantee that we was going to jump off and do pop numbers. Mm -hmm. So Puff's album was like, okay, let's put the nail in the coffin for Bad Boy, for the Hitmen, and for the next three, four acts we got coming. The piggyback game is in full effect. Mm -hmm. Guest appearances, remixes, we, and we in-house. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I want to say something real quick about the, um, the niggas want to act, we can act. Okay. Cheer. Shout you out. Oh. Here's why. May shouts my name out at the beginning of the record. Right. So people think I produced the record. Right. Technically, I didn't produce the record. Grease produced Dame Grease. Right. But technically, I produced the record. Right. So break, break that down, but that, that so, needs to be broken down. So what I'm saying to you, who Derek Angeletti was to Bad Boy, to the Mace album and all that, and I, this is an apology, but also an explanation. All we needed was them guys' beats, some of them. Right. And we'll take it from here. Right. Yeah. Right. Hitman shit. Yeah. I got it from here. It's a difference between a beat maker and a producer. Absolutely. Right. So when Absolutely. they saw that some of them, not all of them, and this is no disrespect to no producer because they know I respect them all because I was on that grind. But sometimes those words produced by don't always mean that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And especially when it comes to the hitmen, because especially when it comes to hitmen. Derek Angeletti, B. <laughs> oh, yeah, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, 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 the leader focus, of the hitmen, right? But, but I'm let's saying focus. you, you guys, yeah. you guys were yeah. incredible. The thing is, they call you guys a production team, but I always felt like you guys were hip hop composers. I appreciate the, that. The elements that you guys added to it, like For that's sure. what made For sure. somebody's gotta die. That's what made you know what I'm saying. Like right. that's what. Right. Those elements is what made those, those, cla those songs classic. So a lot of songs you hear on here, for example, the Pharrell song, Why You're Here Looking At Me. Right? They walked in with that joint. Mm -hmm. Pharrell walked in and, and Chad, they walked in and popped that dad. And by the time they got to maybe number two or three, we was in there like, oh, shit. <laughs> but it, was, it was them on it. Right. It was them. Like, damn, I was like, damn, these, these dudes are fire. We already, we already had some run-ins with them, with Total. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they had did the... From, and, and well, after that was after that was after that was after yeah, that was yeah, after. Later. Prior to Mace, they had already was on with Total. They had already did the shit with Dr. Dre. So by the time they came to us, these dudes had like they were the hitmen, but just two of them. They had the beats, they had the hooks, they had the instrumentation, and they had a sound that was like, aye aye, we need that. Thank you. <laughs> so as an A and R, my ears listening to what the hitmen don't do. Right, 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 right. There we go. Okay, so whatever we don't do, adding on, I'm gonna fill in them gaps because there are people that like this type shit. So let's grab that, even though. And then you know, obviously, once we grab it, then your man Sean hears it and says, "Oh, I need to be on that." <laughs> Torre, you see what I'm? You see what he said? That's a reoccurring theme with, with your man you Sean. You see what he said though, Torre? Like you yeah. know, it was so you know with this game, right? When you when something hot drops, the thing with the industry is always to copy that. What he's saying is, we were looking for what we don't do. Different that's, shit. We don't, that, that's rare. Right. That's why, yeah, that's why that's they're what, rare. That's, that's the error, though. That's the respect. That's the respect. And our ears had to receive it the right way. Because I could have said, oh, my God. This, I'm only listening for New York. I'm only listening for right. Philly. Right. I'm only, but nah, they came with some shit. I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Who are you niggas? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So, so, what is so a for us, it only 
adds on to what we're doing. There right. was no takeaway. The same way Bone Thug added on mm -hmm. to us. Mm -hmm. So as an A&R and on, as an executive producer, so how I became the executive producer was because I had did so many things prior to 96 that Puff said, yo, I need you to come and work for me and take this over and, and help run the show. So my roster, and then once we, you know, hear some things, I was the one with Mary J. Blige on the bus on the road when Jamarco, her cousin, played us the locks demo. Mm. They were called the Warlocks. Mm. And, it was and it was just Ooh. and it was just Jada and Sheik. If I recall, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I believe Styles was locked up for a hot second at that moment. And then he got and then I'm right. And then when he came home, we, you know, he added on. When I heard them on the bus on the road, I said, holy fuck, they sounded like Cold Crush meets, 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 just a bunch of solo MCs, Kane, G-Rap, mm -hmm. LL, you know, it was mm -hmm. just holy shit. And, and, and so, so, boom, now my roster says Biggie, Mace, LOX. And Black Rob was signed before all of them. Robbie yo, oh. rest up to Black Rob, Banco Pop, Bacardi Rob. We're gonna get to Black Rob too. By the time we get to '97, yo, Mace is on the, he's on the board. Yeah. He's at the top of our to-do list, and we have a list of things that we need to accomplish. Mace is not the locks, even right. though he can be. Right. Right. Mm. Right. Mace is not Will Smith, even though he can be. Mm. We had to find that happy balance for murder because murder will tell you, and y'all heard wow, wow stories. When he came in there, he wanted to spit right. like LOX, like BR, like Big. Boy, he did. But when he walked in, I wanted my daughter to date him. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was like, right. Right. so wow. it was like, fam. So the one-on-one -on -one conversation was about direction. Yeah. He lost. Um, he lost um, the Benjamins type of beats. He lost right. those. Right. Hold on. He, sp he spoke about this, right? He said he would lose a lot of beats while recording this album. He, beats well, he thought Benjamins, were his. Benjamins was never him. I'm just saying to more you. More money, more problems. More, more money, more problems. He walked in with the record. Mm. Right. And asked Stevie to loop it up for him. Stevie looped it up for him. Puff came in and said, <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Drop your back with Look at Brooklyn, look at Brooklyn, look at Brooklyn. Drop your backwards, bro. <laughs> so like, my are daughters, you, I love you. If you. Like, are you really from Brooklyn if when you dance backwards don't fall out your pocket? Uh, Once we got in the room and he understood the mission, he became the valedictorian. Mm -hmm. So now it's just a matter of picking the beats, concept-wise, and the times we in, because his flows was bananas. All right. Facts. Flow wise, you know the copycats that came later. Facts. Facts. Mm -hmm. um, Be nice. This is a nice family show. And the one thing about and the one thing about them six dudes, Big, The Locks, Mace, and Rob, mm -hmm. was that there was nothing the same between the six of them. What a fucking roster! Woo! The Bulls. You said it to the the Chicago Bulls. The New York Yankees. New York Yankees. <laughs> New York Yankees. 27 championships. That's it. Keep it very New York. Yeah. So murder had to step up in a way where he wasn't going to be big. We didn't ask him to be big. 
Big was big, there's no other. Murder, you gotta be mace. We taking the murder off. We dollar signing you, and you gonna show them dimples. You gonna get the money. And we gonna go get this money. But, at the same time, with all the records, we gonna let a lot of these people know that if they try to test you, right, right, let the bars is there. Have it, right, right. And that's what I said early in the conversation. Like, I think that this album was a great marriage of the street shit that I'm sure he came in wanting to do and the records that needed to be made to continue to do what y'all needed to do. I think you did an incredible job of, of making sure that that balance was, was felt. Appreciate that. Um, we, we were just talking about... We, we were just talking about... Um, so five mil? Five mil, right? Niggas want to act back then. Like, I think the it album? was... Yeah, the album, five mil? Close to five mil. Yeah, yeah back then it was like four something, but four shit. Point, I think it was like 4.8. Yeah, but yeah. streaming and all of that now... Yeah. Like, I, I still play well. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to give away what my score is going to be. Um, but tell us about Niggas Want to Act real quick. This Busta Rhymes, um, this Busta Rhymes chorus, if you have any recollection of how it happened and why it happened in the way it did. Um, I mean, Busta, Busta will tell you, one of his methods was, <laughs> God bless my nigga Busta, yo. <laughs> one of God his bless our nigga Busta. One of his methods of becoming who he became the, you know, the iconic Buster Rhymes was, he would just show up. That's our era. Just busted the room like Kramer. Right, <laughs> not, not, not busting the room on some disrespectful shit. Call niggas up. Yo, y'all working with y'all doing? I'm a slide. I'm a, but they say I'm a pull up. But that nigga pulled up every motherfucking way. <laughs> That's just who he was. Yeah, Brooklyn, so Brooklyn. So when you got him in the room, you abused the privilege. No doubt. Yeah, that's and, great. And we did. So why, why was he under the hook? The because, way he... because we wanted you to talk about it 25 years later. Ah, he's smart! He's smart, ladies and gentlemen. He's, slick. he's a sharp one, this V-Dot. Um, I mean, we are, we're halfway through the album, but when the album does what it does, when it's as successful as it is, when Mace becomes who Mace was destined to be, um, what's the energy around you at the time as the guy who made it all happen and put it all together? I'm a very humble dude, man. Too fucking humble. Yeah, but too I was that's that. another day, Seriously. another podcast episode. In hindsight, I wish I would have said, yo, shout me out, shout me out. So May shouting me out is because not only is I was in the room, but I was working. So when niggas want to act, Buster comes in. Buster is like, okay, Buster's energy from, from one is that at the end. So we didn't need that. Murder, murder does his thing. We let it build up. Let it build up because nobody was doing that. For sure. You know what For I'm saying? Sure. It's so it's just, it's just sitting in the room just trying to be bad boy, trying to be ingenious, trying to be ahead of the curve. We studied everything. So for all those guys that thought we were sitting on some island, we listened to everything. Yes. Loud records, Facts. Duck Down records, Death Row records, right. Rap A Lot records, Around the Corner records, whatever it was. Swab House. We was in there listening. And the Hitmen, our squad, we was in there wowing. So go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I, got, I went off on a... No, no, no. You good, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, normally, I like to steer the conversation, but certain times, you just got to nah, let get it... Busy, get busy. You just, you just got to let it rock. Let God walk show. in the room. Hard to earn. Hard to earn. <laughs> Before we get back to Mace, though, because yeah. my personal history, right? Like, I'm a student of this thing. Mm. According to my memory, the first time I ever heard a Kanye beat was on the Mad Rap album. 
Nah, I mean that's not the first time he was published. No, no, I'm saying the first oh, time I heard, I oh, heard. For, yeah, yeah. The first time, record, the first yeah. time I saw Kanye West in yes. a production credits. Yes, he went to he went to the Angeletti School. Yes, for sure, which, for which, sure. Which, which this is this is 1999, yeah. right? Yes, no, 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 no. Um, if you saw the, the 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 documentary, which I'm sure y'all did, it starts off in 1998, and it starts off in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Okay, and he's he's with Mace. Right. Okay. But that wasn't the start. Well, well, if you, if, if you just take a second now that I'm sitting here, you have to ask yourself, well, how did he meet Mace? Uh -huh. Just for a second. Just, just, Atlanta, just ponder. And, and obviously, in the video, you can tell that that wasn't the first time they met. So that was because of me. Um, I actually managed Kanye. I actually managed Kanye. I'm sorry, I wasn't even talking to the mic. I actually managed Kanye from 98 to 2000 before Rockefeller. I'm actually the one who introduced him to Rockefeller. See? So I, I, so, I couldn't let that go, man. So, 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 you know, Hitman documentary coming soon, by the way. Hey. Are we Necessary. filming? Are we filming? Are we Necessary. Filming? Is this thing on? Are we filming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so he had already made his name in Chicago, but nobody knew him here. Right. So I put, a, I put him under the arm and took him around. So he meets Puffy and Mace and Jermaine Dupree and Pete Rock. And mm -hmm. he meets all these people. Mm -hmm. He's in the room with them. He's mm -hmm. dropping off beats. I meet, I meet, God bless her soul, I meet Miss Donda. Yeah. She moves him to New York because of me. He wasn't at Rockefeller yet. You remember, he was still trying to get their attention. Right, right, Absolutely. right, right, right. He was right. in Jersey then, right? Are we right. listening? Do I got to preach? They're talking crazy if, in the back of the room. If you're a Kanye fan, he said that he was in the room with Jay-Z one time, and he was afraid to give Jay-Z direction. Mm. Now, when he came into the room with D-Dot, he saw how that went. How the producer at them days would take control of the room. I'm the one who was getting the calls. So if an artist wants a beat from Derek Angeletti, I don't have to call Bonsu. I don't have to call Tourette. I can pick up my hands and get on the drum. How about show. it? Oh, shit. How about, about it? I can get my niggas it. to boom, 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 boom. That, 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 that. How about it? But compose. Because... I was set up a certain way. I decided to set my niggas up a certain way. Mm. So if I'm getting a call from, let's just say, uh, Jermaine Dupree, mm -hmm. I might say, hey, Kanye, you got something for him? The call is my money. Have we, have we started that? Have we got that down? That call is whose money? That's your money. Whose money is that? Right, right. Derek's so then money. I decided to share my break, break. money. Break, break. And then we're going to co-produce the record. You're going to get your money. I'm going to get my money. You're going to get your credits. I'm going to get my credits. That co-ghost production Clear this shit, shit up. was disrespectful. The call is for Derek Angeletti's magic. I included you in on my magic show. <laughs> the magic show? 
we're going to cut this bitch's head off together. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. yeah. Exorcism. Am I clear? Very. Crystal. Crystal. So understand the Derek Angeletti role in a lot of things that you don't necessarily hear because of the humility. Mm. <clears throat> a humble giant, Thank ladies you. and gentlemen. But when I get in front of the camera, Let it the rock. story will be told. It will be told adequately. It will yeah. be told eloquently. But it also will be told truthfully. There we go. Yeah. Let's go. Y'all make some noise for D-Dot. D-Dot. This is hard to earn. We don't play no games. Let's talk about it. B feels so good. It does. It does. It, it feels. Does. So, it, it, does. It, it is aptly titled. It does. It really does. It really does. Can we get it? Can we get the conversation down, y'all? We just want to finish up. We just want to finish up the album. We just want to finish up the album. Thank you. Um, feel so good is is a very appropriately titled joint. Absolutely. I mean, it does feel good. Um, this, I feel like this this song was the. Act if there, was a, if there was a single for the soundtrack to the Shiny Era, yeah. this was it. It's the poster child. Yeah, this was very much it. It was, um, especially because of the video, right? Right. It's glossy, it's glitzy. Um, it's Vegas. It's Vegas, yeah. I mean, it doesn't get any glitzier than Vegas, right? Right. But also, again, like, it, it gives us everything that we loved about Mace, right? Um, and the Mace Era. Like, you've got Puff taking the classic, you know, sample, imbuing into this record, right? Mace is still not taking any bars off. No, right? he's going. He's having fun. He's smiling. It's not dark. You he's know what I'm dancing. Saying? He's dancing. You know what I'm saying? Over, up, under the lights. You know right, what I mean? Right. Has the shiny suits, all of that. So um, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is, like we say, right? This, is, this will be in the Mace Museum. For sure, for sure. It's definitely in the Mace Museum. Um, we love the sample. We love Hollywood swinging already. You cannot sit still when this record is on. You can't. Like, you can't. You got to move. You got to move. You saw the movement. Mainly your shoulders, because it's Harlem. You got to give them shoulders. Mainly your shoulders, it's Harlem. There's no bars taken off either. Like, Mace is spitting. He's spitting on the joint. One time, you had it all. I ain't mad at y'all. And then give me the catalog and show you how daddy bought. Ooh. One of my favorite bars. One of the lines I thought was. What's your favorite? One of the lines I thought was most witty was simple, but very, very. Witty. Okay. I'm the reason they made the dress code. Ooh, go ahead. They figured I wouldn't wild when I'm in my fresh clothes. Ooh, talk, break it down, Tom. That shit down. was why just. Is that, why is that line fire? Break it down. It's just so simple. Like, also, during this era in the club, right? Club era, there was a dress codes. Right. I mean, there's still dress codes at certain events, but there right. was a dress code. Yo, you can't get in with a hat. You can't get in with Tim's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta wear, you know, you can't wear athletic wear and shit like that. Right. May says, I'm the reason they made the dress code. They figure I wouldn't wow because right. you know what happened at a lot of hip hop events and shit. Yep, people will wild out a little bit sometimes. The, the dude, the dudes dressed like the Shook Ones video, right? Gonna fuck they, the party. They up. might fuck. They might right. hit you with Exa that Hennessy exactly. bottle. Exactly. What did you give Phil so good? I gave Phil so good a. You know, you ain't got to scroll. Nigga. I want to make sure. I think he's scrolling. He's scrolling uh, for theatrics. He's scrolling for the camera. You know what you gave I, it. I, I smoke, a, I smoke a lot, so you know, I want to make sure I'm accurate. I give it 8.5. Eight and a half? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Why would we take a point and a half off? Um, because, I mean, I, I, she's an Aquarius. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is that what you said? Now, let's get through the episode. Come on. <laughs> I took eight. Well, because um, this is not one of, I don't think it's, it's not my favorite May song, number one. Um, and again, when you sample, like that's great, right? It's, it's, it's a, there's, there's definitely art in sampling. Uh -huh. But when you take those big, you know, 
big, huge hit samples, it does take away from the original production, the, 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 the Pete Rocks and the Q-Tips, you know, you know, the Nasheems, the D-Dots, like the shit that the D-Dot was talking about. Right. Taking that big, you know, a big Diana Ross sample or a big, you know, uh, Aretha Franklin sample, whatever mm -hmm. that may be, there is a, it's a little easier than it is creating an entire beat from scratch. So there's, there's points deducted from that. I mean, That's I, where I, I, come from. I do feel that, but also, like, if everybody could just loop up Diana Ross and make a hit, you know, a lot of people would do it. Um, I gave Feel So Good a nine. It's definitely in the Miss Museum. Uh, it's a great record. The hook in 2022, you know what I'm that's, saying? That too. It, it, it's, it, you know, it loses a little bit, but, I mean, but, but, like, but it, it's still a great record. But when you hear this hook today, it's, it's, it's a part of our soundtrack. I so. still dance yeah. immediately. Yeah, exactly. Immediately. I'm saying. It's like, yeah. Can we proceed? Let's get to this What You Want featuring Total. Um, Ooh. Another Ooh. single Ooh. off the Harlem World big, album. Big, big single. Big tune. Let's, let, big a little bit for the, a little bit. A little bit for the ladies. Big single. Shout out to Total, man. One time for Kima, Keisha, and Pam. You know what I'm talking about? Shout out to Omar Epps, because shout out to Omar Epps. <laughs> you, you won, bro. You won, bro. Um, you won. Classic formula. Kanan's father won. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Officer Howard. Officer Howard. Um, I got classic formula, part in the term of very much chick record, mm -hmm. radio friendly sample, R&B hook, and relationship verse, you know, relationship talk throughout the verses. You can't lose with this formula in that era. The sample feels good. Mace is milky on the shit. Ooh. Total sounds incredible. Sound um, it's Pam's, just, Pam's voice was so special. Man. Oh, yeah. So unique, yeah, man. Yeah, so unique. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, I say this shit and I don't want to be like the old dude all the time, but like the unique factor is what I miss the most about where, where music is right now. So much shit feels and sounds the same. You could listen to a bunch of shit and not know the artist changed or the song changed, but when you heard Total, it sound totally different from when you heard SWV. That Absolutely. sound totally different from Jade. That sound right, different right. than Escape. In Vogue. Yeah, yeah exactly. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, it yeah. just everyone was unique and shit. But back to your point, man. Um, yeah, Pam's tone was amazing on the record. It's just amazing. a fucking it's a beautiful great, record. It's a great record. You know, um, it was his. I think this was his. Was this the third? No. The, Second single, second single, I second believe. single, yeah. second single. I remember the video. Total looked amazing in this video, actually. Amazing. Per Yeah, he looked amazing in this video. Um, and again, you know, that's the thing about Mace, right? It's like you can hate him all you want, but like, but like, he didn't really take any bars off this record either. He's super laid back. He's killing it. You know, what I'm saying he's giving it. The sh I mean, you know, he's telling Shorty. You know, what I mean, like he, he he's trying to meet her. He, he's still a piece of shit, but like you right. know, he's compromising with her. Like you know, like you're my favorite though. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm gonna ask who smashed the E class. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna. gonna ask. If you pull up to the crib with the E class smash, I want to know what happened. Like, what do you mean I ain't gonna ask? And, who and smashed we also the e might be over. We also might be over at that. You know I what I mean? Like, yeah. So, yeah, I suppose. You know, I suppose. So, um, um, anything else you want to say before we get to the rating? I just think this is one of those. This is again. This is one of those Mace songs that's in the Mace Museum, man. Big big tune, man. I gave it a nine. You gave it a nine? Yes. Gave it eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I told y'all at some point y'all was gonna fuck with me. I told y'all, right? I, I be knowing shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Feel so good is is definitely on the first floor of the Mace Museum and, and definitely at a nine. That's such an Aquarius. As we <laughs> as we continue on with it, I got big songs I love more than this. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, they're also really great skits on this album as well, man. The skits. You know what? That's, I'm I'm glad you said that, Tor. I'm, because. I, I, I actually think the term 
Becky for white women came from this album. What's up, Becky? Yo, he said it with a capital B. Becky? Becky? Are you, are you in Harlem right now? Are you in Harlem? Where the, where are you in Harlem right now? Wait, oh, wait, Apollo? Apollo? Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Nah, that's wait, not my favorite one. You know my favorite skit. Which one? Wait, so in the former life, I was a dirtbag. Um, yo, the fucking Cole Waiting skit? I was like, Bruh. why is he blowing up the spot? Wait, hold on. We didn't get to that yet. I know, but we're talking about the skits. Okay, all right. Yo. When he clicks over and says, who the fuck is Arion? He starts the video with that. No, no, the video, the video for this song uh-huh. starts with that skit. He's I thought on, you was talking to your mother. Yo, I got to go swim with my brother. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lisa. You I'm sorry. Tell, you can tell he was lying. He was like, yeah, because I got to go He lied do, to the girl. Wait, let me get my shit off. Okay, he was yeah. like, yeah, because I got to go do something with my brother or something. <laughs> my brother you don't sound, or something. You don't sound convincing at all, You sound like you're lying. You sound like you're lying. Um, also, there's that, and then also um, my other favorite line is, um, "I'm gonna be in front of that building." That was classic, though. That's back in the days, though. That's where I would that's, meet the man. That's where you meet him in front, in front of, the of the building. Yeah, you don't you don't take the elevator to go pick her up. She yeah, meets nah, you in front of the you, building. You meet Brownstone, in front of the building. Brownstone, the tenement. Yeah, you know. I was going to various projects, risking my life. Man, let's not even talk about that. I'll Meeting be, them in front of the uh, building. Don't, don't tell my um, mother. Let's get to cheat on you, featuring One Twelve, Caesar Leo. Woo. And Jigaman. All-star cast. Jay-Z. You say bad. Like, go, 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 go through it. Go through it. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't love this song. You don't, I don't love this song? I don't love this song. Um, mainly because of the production. I thought it was, uh, because this, this album gives so much beat-wise, um, uh-huh. this, this song does not. Um, it's, it's, it's just it's a weird mix-up. Like, you know, I mean, the topic is original, but then you got like 112 on it. Like, why wouldn't he cheat on you? Like, why are we talking about this? Like, you're saying every girl, if you meet a girl who has a man, you take her, she's automatically going to cheat on you. I get it. In the grand scheme of things, a macro level, it's a possibility, right? Yeah, but like, You lose them me- how you got them. We know that. Right, but it's not a science though, right? So again, but also, mainly, right, speaking about the song, he gets outshined on his song. Like you're talking about the Little Kim record, right? Right. He gets outshined on this record. Little C's has a better verse than Mace on the song. C sounds great. Right. He C's also didn't write it. Shout out, bro. He also C's didn't write it. So right, that's there, right? Yeah, yeah. C sounds great. And then, Ho, who's your rival in 97, busts your ass on your record. Yo, so my question is, why is Jay-Z on this record? I said that at the beginning of the episode. Why, we're why, on the tape. I said that at the beginning of the episode. Why is Jay on it? Well, it's in my notes, and it's before you said that. Yeah. So, because um, Volume 1 drops a week after this. Yeah. I went back and did the Google. But also, Jay-Z been murdering 97 the whole summer, though. Of course, right? Oh, yeah. But Jay-Z is Who you with? going into his second album, and it drops a week after this. And obviously, there's a, some rivalry there. Um, why does Jay-Z, and this is really a Jay-Z, why does Jay-Z decide to be on this album? Because Jay-Z is a smart businessman. And he knew that Biggie's gone, Bad Boy's the hottest label on, on the planet, and the number one artist on Bad Boy is Mace. So I should be on that album. He wasn't hotter than Mace, though. He definitely wasn't. And at that point, he absolutely was not. Absolutely not. But he was better. And everybody knew that. Okay. Better, hotter, two, two totally different things. Um, not totally different. Not let totally me see. Let me just go through my notes real quick. What As did you see. give... Cheat on you. Oh my god, this is crazy. Are we finished reviewing? We finished huh? reviewing it? We have to be finished reviewing it. Because y'all want to fucking go off on tangents. Where'd you get a record? Uh he said a 30. Is that funny? Um seven and a half. Seven and a half, I gave it an eight. Give it an eight? Yeah, eight. Okay. Solid joint. What, I mean, Jay's what, what what didn't you love about it? What didn't I love about yeah. it? Um it was just a cool joint. 
it was a cool joint. I mean, they were better. I think they were more standout Check. tracks on the project. It's the Mace album, but Mace gets outshined on the song, which you know you got to deduct points from that. And it's right. just a, it's an odd, it's kind of an odd song. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I got into the subject matter, I understood it, but it's it's a, it's just it's weird like, to yeah, me, it's especially weird, it's a weird with record. the features on it. You know what I'm saying? Um, with with C's and Hove, but yeah, Hove. Went crazy on that. He was a very, very bad influence on my he life. He said, "By morning, I turned into Shirley yo, Murdoch." Fam, that, that's I the best. I hope the door the slam locks. That, yo, fam, are you crazy? I told you I learned so many of yo, my treacherous God. ways. Oh, what? And still, I'm not a billionaire. It's fucking bullshit. This is crazy, bro. Um, 24 Shirley, hours to live. I don't even. I don't think they get the Shirley Murdoch, bro. It's crazy. Man. No, he said. <laughs> We could lay for the night, but in the morning, I get Shirley Murdoch. I hope, I hope the door slam lock. I'm going. I'm going. Shirley Murdoch. As, we, as lay. we lay. Look it up. It's a great record. Anyway. Cheating. Cheating. It's a cheating. Cheating record, cheating. too. Yeah, cheating. Um, we got a couple more. We got a couple more, and this is a special one, and I definitely want y'all to tap in on this portion of the conversation. Ooh. Um, can we please play this? We can definitely play this. I want to say rest in power to DMX. Make some noise. I want to say rest in power to Black Rob, Banco Pop, Robbie O. We got the locks, Woo. we got Black Rob, Woo. and we got the late great DMX as Ooh. well. Um, and and, every, it's an, and everybody it, does their thing. Wait, but before we even get into the fact that everybody kills it, what a dope concept but to you, rap about. You know who gave them this concept, right? Who's that? Bismarck, he gave the, this idea to base. Mm, talk that shit. This is why this is hard to earn. Yeah, You're going to learn you something tonight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. Uh, Damn, rest up to Bismarck, he too. I mean. So Mace, Mace sees Bismarcky in Harlem one day and, of course, stands out, right? Because, you know, he's seeing Bismarcky for the first time. He goes up to him and starts doing the, you know, starts doing the dances. You, right? Bismarcky. One thing Bismarcky, about Mace, that nigga going to dance, yo. But Bismarcky, who's usually, you know, a, a, you know, he can be a bit of a goof. He's like, he starts getting serious. Like, no, like, I love your ability. I love your talent. You know what would be crazy? If you, if, you, if you got some more, more topical. So he's like, so Mace is like, what kind of topics do you think about? He's like, imagine if you made a song called 24 Hours to Live. Crazy. And he took that to heart, went back to the to studio, came in with the hook, Puff heard it and was like, oh, I'm going to be on this. <laughs> <laughs> so like every other song, basically. Right, but he only had like one, he had like one long, long verse and he couldn't come up with a second verse. And he's like, he's like, this is such a great concept. I need to make it bigger. How can I make it bigger? And boy, oh boy. <laughs> big, big, big. Um, always love this record. Always love the Amazing. concept. Amazing. Because Amazing. for me, it gets you to thinking. Absolutely. Right? Right. It made like, what the, hook the is, fuck? The hook is perfect. If you had 24 hours to live, just yeah. think. Yeah. Where yeah. would you go? What yeah. would you do? Who would you screw? Oh. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, they like that. Look at that. <laughs> and you know what the question is, B. Ooh. There's a couple questions, but. Who Ooh. takes the cake? Who takes the gold medal? Ugh. I knew you were going to ask this shit. This I'm going to the room, too. 24 hours so, to live. Who, I mean, you got some of the best rappers right, in right. the game at that point and still. Torre, 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 Torre. I see some, what? Uh, uh, allow me, allow me to answer this with a bit of a skirt on, okay? Okay. I have a favorite verse, and I, have, I think what the best verse is. I like that. My favorite verse is Styles' verse. The best verse is DMX, though. And once again, we agree. Both on both on both accords, on both on, on both accords. Yes, yes. All right. So, what I love about Styles' verse, right? Because again, you, you know, Jada does this to us. He 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 woos us with the with the flow. He comes in with the Nantucket and fuck like he, all of that, 
right? But when you listen to when you listen to Styles' verse, yeah, Styles not only talking that like he gives you the visual, yeah, he's telling you what he's gonna do with his mom, his school, but he gives he always gives you street wisdom, which yeah. I love about Styles. Yeah, so I appreciate that. But that boy, Dark Yo, Man X. X. I mean, X's voice, his that energy. That boy, Dark Man X. His urgency. Like, because of the song. And he says goodbye to his mother fast. Tell her I love her. <laughs> like, you, he gives him a quick hug. There's urgency. It, like. The thing about it, right, and that's a good point, because the concept is you have 24 hours. That's not a lot of fucking time. His urgency on the record. He's getting through this shit. I'm going to take a lot of lives, but I cherish every breath. Like, he running through this shit. You know what I'm saying? Tell my mother I love her. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah, it's urgent. Because the fucking clock is ticking. Um, he sounds amazing. Yeah, definitely took the cake for me. Definitely had the best verse on the joint. Do y'all agree? Does the room agree? Say hello to my little friend. All right. All right. Unfortunately. You got to rank it, though. What, what, you, what did you give it? Oh, what did it? I rank it? What did you give it? There's only one number that's... Consists of two numbers that you could give it. Fuck. There's no fuck. There's a fucking fuck. ten. It's a ten. Yo, why are you making me be the bad guy? Why are you I'm making not making me you do anything. Guy, huh? What did you give it? If not a ten, eleven? I, I gave it a nine and a half, man. All right, man. Let's, ladies and gentlemen, get your coats. Hold up, man. Hold up, hold up. Why? I don't think this is shit that go home. <laughs> are you kicking about this old shit? It's my crib. Why you gonna kick me out? It's... What do you take the half a point off for? Because, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. All right. You, you trying to tell me that, that Sheik's verse is perfect? Sheik sounds great on this. That's not what I asked you. I love Sheik's That's verse. That's not what I asked you. I love Sheik's verse. Not what I asked you. Never asked you if you love Sheik's verse. I said, is Sheik's verse perfect? I mean, perfect is relative, Is it sir. yes or no, Torre? Is it, I harder. gave the song a 10, it's so harder. obviously, so you, you think, know how so I you, feel. So you said, so yes, then. You yeah. Think, you think I fuck every verse. Sheik's verse is perfect. Yeah. Everybody, okay, cool. Well, that's what we disagree. I don't think Sheik's verse is perfect. Just because something is really good does not mean it's perfect, man. I mean, nine and a half is a great score. Sorry. Like, like, like am I, am I, am I? You put this on, you put, you put, put this song next to Band for TV. How's it you put it, if you put it against Band for TV, then I'm gonna, and I know we're in Harlem, then I'm gonna argue with Cam's verse. What? I'm going to argue Cam's verse if we put it against... So is Band for TV perfect? It's a great record. Would I give it a 10? I got to listen to it. I got to listen to it. You got you to listen to Band for TV? Yeah, because we're, we're on camera, and this is a very critical thing. And there it is. Yeah. Let's no, move, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. Let's move on. Let's move on. We got to go. We got to go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Shut the fuck up. You proved my point. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Nah, it's a 10. It's a 10. I don't know why you took a half point off, but whatever. As we proceed, let's go, B. I need to be. This is a very, very uncomfortable record to listen to now. I need to be. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it starts off with uh, statutory rape. Yo, that's um, the first thing I got. And I wrote that shit in all caps. I, it starts statutory rape. It's, uh, um, she was not 17, son. I mean, you're talking, he followed her to school. That's, 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 not, that's not cool. That's stalking. That's, that's cool. Stalking. We call that stalking. That's not, he, he has sex with an underage girl and then follows her to school to find out she's underage. That's all wrong. <laughs> yeah, you should have went about that day in reverse. Calls his man who told her that she's of age and his response is she had the ID. You're she taking, was not 19, son. This is four, ver, four. 
Torrey, we were talking about we love getting back to three verse songs. This is a four verse song. Yo, and it's that's, bad. That's, that's consistently inappropriate. Very much so. Wait, look, I got statutory rape. I got peer pressure. Peer pressure. I, but I asked the question, what was Mace going through on this song? Like, what? Because you put four verses on this, which means you got caught up. What was he and going hold up, through? In the third verse, not only is she holding out on you, right? He's holding out her virginity on you, right? Which is crazy. You're putting, your friends are putting pressure on you to have sex with her, right? And that's some PTSD on my hand. But, like, you're putting pressure on her, right? But, like, but, like, but also, like, but then at the end of the third verse, you're, you find out that you fucking eat her out. So now I'm like, oh, she's ahead of the game now. She's not as innocent as you're making her out to be. That record is going crazy, This sir. song is crazy. And this wait, song is insane. Wait, wait, wait. The craziest part is that this is such a, a, a poor usage of a Monifa feature. And Chucky Thompson production. Rest in peace to Chuck Life, man. I love, I love all of the elements of this song. I know. I, on paper. Yeah. On it paper. Just, it just didn't, it didn't quite curl. This is so bad. It didn't, it, and it didn't age well at all either. And we love everybody. And of course, we got to be honest here because this is hard to earn. But yeah, this is, that was a hard listen in 2020. So hard. This, is, this song is hard to listen to. It's a hard listen. Yeah. Um, I gave it a seven. I gave it a seven and a half. I gave it a seven. You gave it a seven? I gave seven. it a seven and a half. Seven and a half is generous. For rape. I'm, I'm Reezy DeGeneres. <laughs> you bring it down. It's a little high. It's a little high for statutory. I apologize. It's a seven. It's a seven. <laughs> now, nah, you know hold what? Up, hold up. Hold up. Hold I'm going to keep it a stat. I'm going to keep it a I'm going to tell you what the other half came from. Nowadays. Wait, let me talk my shit. Yo, 97 Monifa was so fucking fine. Half a point. She was, also, point. She was also legal. Half a point. Nowadays, you got to know a bitch's age. <laughs> Every day, Cause they all days. Because they ass is real fat when they going through that phase. You mean puberty, sir? You mean puberty? Is that what you mean? So you're saying the Rob feature would have been more appropriate. <laughs> Moving on. Exactly. Moving on. All right, one to hurt Mace. Let's go. We got one, we got one and a half more songs to get. <laughs> yeah, definitely one and a half. Um, one to hurt Mace. So I said that these last two songs with this and Jealous Guys coming after this, uh, pause, is like Mace really speaking through the drama that he's dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Like right. he's had success. We already know that. You know, like I said, we spoke about the money. We spoke about the flossing and shit um, coming off the No Way Out. You know, he's, he's really dealing with the ramifications and, and the elements that come along with success. Right. And... It almost speaks to, obviously, what we know the story turns out to be. He leaves the game, you know, right at the release of his second album. He finds God. He kind of gets out of it because <laughs> shit got real. <laughs> shit yeah. got real. Shit got spiritual, yeah. Shit got real. Um, what'd you, what'd you, what'd you, what'd, what'd, what notes do you have on this? Um, I mean, I don't like this song. I don't understand why it's on the album. I felt like it sounds like it's one of his original recordings okay um it sounds very like it sounds rocky mace sounds like like demo mace mm -hmm. um i mean of course still well written but like even his delivery is not as like it's not flawless like a uh, feel so good mm -hmm. um, or, um or even like you know the total record like it's you said what you said paranoid you said he's paranoid paranoid yeah i mean i mean i don't i don't no nah, i don't even get that i don't i don't i don't believe this record i feel like this record was written to be something, I don't really feel like he felt it honestly like that. Like, and that's where it comes off. So maybe, maybe it was maybe it was real, and he wrote it really early. Hold on, hold that's on, why. we got one more. We got one more. We getting through it. Hold we on, y'all. We almost, we almost <clears throat> done. We almost done. So, 
So, may, so maybe he wrote this very early on in the recording phase. So like, you know, you took like, so it's like the, the, the execution was a little rocky. Maybe that's it. Because um, it really sounds like early, it sounds like demo early mace, honestly. You know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, even even freestylers. I mean, I don't even know. No, this was, a, this, was a, this was a flex freestyle. Oh, so oh this we was heard a flex freestyle? It. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. And that's, that's what I have in my notes. This is another one of the joints that, and it was, I don't remember what beat it went over. It's Gold. three. It's three. It it's went over Benjamin. three verses, three verses. Too. So you remember that classic Benjamin's bad boy session that happened up there? Um, no, no, no. Who else went over Benjamin's? They went over something different. But anyway, yeah, Mace went over to Benjamin's the first time I heard this verse. And so it was in my mind, it was married to that beat and it sounded a lot better delivery wise. Right. Um, yeah, man, this is, you know, he's talking about the pitfalls of fame and we heard this shit before, but it just, yeah, it's not one of my favorite joints. Would you yeah. rate it? <sighs> Seven and a half. You gave it seven and a half? Yeah. So it's on this. Oh no, you gave it a half a point higher than need to be. Yeah. I only gave it an yeah, eight because to I be, gave need to be is statutory rape. Sorry. I gave I gave need to be um a seven and a half. So by virtue of that, I had to give this at least an eight. Thank you. I had to give it an eight. Because because you graded the other song wrong. That's yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna see, I'm gonna drop you, I'm gonna drop need to be okay, down to okay, a seven. Okay. Now we go. And okay. I'm gonna and I'm gonna drop this down to a the, seven the and a half. The rape wasn't enough. This song yeah, did no, it. Okay. Relax, all right. Bro. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Jesus. Um, last song on the project. I didn't rate it. It's jealous guy. You can't rate this song. You can't rate this song. It's a, it's a new edition remake. New, new edition. No, I wouldn't call it a remake. It's a something. <laughs> it's a new it's edition a, something. It's a something. It's an ode to new edition. I would call it an ode. <laughs> A lot of people Real. fucked with jealous guys. This song comes from Big's player, right? Player hater, player like hater. when he did player hater on on Life After Death a few months ago, and then they decided to do this again at the end of Mace's album. So I mean, people you know, be playing it though, like you're never supposed to play it in real life. None of my niggas played this, but you know, I mean, I ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for yourselves for coming appreciate out. Appreciate y'all on a Thursday at midnight at Harlem at midnight twenty um. When it when the clock strikes midnight and it's uh, what's twenty eighth, it is the uh, yeah that Rihanna's dropping, but that's not what we talking about. Um, it is actually ne next the, episode. Next episode. It is the twenty fifth anniversary at midnight of yes. the Mace album, so you were here celebrating twenty five years later. Yes. Make some noise for yes. yourselves. Yes. Thank you for coming out. Make some noise for Derek Angeletti as well. Make some noise for D. Dot. Y'all. You gotta earn it. Damn right.